I just called to say, the library is open. The word of the day, children, is peace. As in, Donald Trump is ugly as fuck, and I'm at peace with that. <laughs> I just called to say, remember when I just called to say, thank you for that time. I just called to say, Yes, you better come through and bring it to the runway. Welcome to I Just Called to Say podcast, your reliving and truth-telling podcast where folks call in, confront, and set the record straight on stories that have stuck with them throughout time. I'm your host, Megan Pugh, and my co-host is Colleen Rass, but she's taking a break for this episode to make room for a very special guest co-host. You can keep up with the podcast shenanigans on social media at I Just Called to Say Podcast. Follow us anywhere you can listen to podcasts and tell a friend to subscribe. Also, you can leave us a voicemail and be featured on an episode. You can leave a voicemail by clicking the details slash description of this episode. All right, on today's episode, we're talking about Yas Queen culture, aka queer culture, and the breakout reality star. Honey Grace, a.k.a. Hunter, from HBO's We're Here, will be joining us to tell us about his experience. Dare I say this episode is gay? Okay, hello for all of those of you tuning in. My name is Clyde Moser. I am six foot four and single. <laughs> I am a gay man in Washington Heights, New York, and I have chronic allergies <laughs> and... <laughs> And, um, but that doesn't matter because I'm 6'4". And, um, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) My chronic allergies and snoring will weigh out because my height. I'm sorry. I just needed everyone to know that I'm single and in quarantine and this sucks. Oh my god, yeah. I've just rewritten my, 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 like, daily enjoyment is rewriting my Tinder bio to see if anything sticks. <laughs> well, honey, you know, I have been on a dating hunt. I went on a date on the podcast, and that dude ghosted me. <laughs> and for some reason, I'm still feeling some kind of boy. <laughs> I'm like, I unhinged myself and made myself vulnerable. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead. That's too funny. Ooh. Talking about queer culture, talking about all things LGBTQ, like, I feel like you might as well call me a Karen if I was just to do this by myself, (laughs) (laughs) like, as like, as like a hetero female, like, you know, like, I'm an ally, but I'm not in it. And I want someone who's in it to give me all the tea, all the information, like all the details. Like, that's why I was like, hmm, I know someone (laughs) and they've already been on the podcast. (laughs) Oh, well, honestly, I am so honored to be here. Are you kidding me? And this is like my favorite topic. I mean, like, this is me. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm like, let's do this thing. Let's talk about it. Let's get into it. But you guys know Clyde. If you've been listening to this podcast, I called Clyde and I told him that I used to hate him. I was a huge (laughs) hater. Um, and yet we're still friends he still loves me i do you want to know why because you're honest and here's the deal i don't have time for fake stuff and if this is the queer culture episode then we need to spill the tea which stands for truth and we're just going to be honest okay so that's fine i don't like my ass either sometimes (laughs) 
Okay, but here's my thing. I feel like I can't speak on behalf of like the LGBTQ community. Also, is there a plus in there? Is there a plus somewhere in there? Well, the full thing could be, it depends, but it's LGBTQQAAIP, and that can, um, and <laughs> then... Sorry, did you... <laughs> I was starting to get, like, a little AARP in there, and I was just like... Oh, oh, <laughs> I know. See, that's the thing. You keep saying you're not a part of this, but one of the A's I said can stand for ally, which you would be <laughs> a part of. So it needs to be, I mean, like, here's the deal. If we're going to be, like, I think there's a point where the rainbow can be all-encompassing but at the same time like we need to pay tribute to who the rainbow um is supposed to uplift you know what i mean like there's a point of where we need to come together and honor those who have paved the way for us but if we're going to be all inclusive then we need to be all inclusive so i'm in the letter so i'm a part of this i'm a part of this yeah i think the full thing here should i try the full thing yeah say the whole thing Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, questioning, asexual, ally, pansexual, LGBTQQAIP. <laughs> that's right. That's it. Pansexual. Oh, oh and then in- did I say intersex? No, you didn't. Intersex. And then some people include the two-spirit. Um, so it really just depends. But that would be the full acronym. But LGBTQ plus kind of works and then everyone's just queer okay so do you agree or disagree with me or like what are your thoughts on this i feel like drag queens and black women are very similar as far as language goes like well that's because the language comes from black trans women that is what like the queer community like think about it where do we find gather me gather like when do we where do we learn all of our slang or like where is like where is the place in the black community where everyone goes to get the gossip. Your auntie's kitchen. Okay, either, <laughs> either you're right. You're either eating or you're at the barbershop or the hair salon. Yes. And I'm just letting you know that those black trans women, the ones who, th- who, who threw the first brick at Stonewall, I'll have you know. Like, yes. they, that is what is queer culture. I mean, they, like, queer culture today, what is mainstream is white men, imperson- white gay men impersonating black gay men, impersonating black trans women. Like, that is that is queer culture. And um, it starts yes. there, and that's where you get reading and the tea and throwing shade, and then it's just moved up into the zeitgeist now, and, like, that's what we talk about. And I think it's it's great, but the problem is, is who are we not protecting in our community right now? The black trans women, they're getting murdered on the daily. And that's the thing about it. It's And it's the sad point of our society is what becomes mainstream that used to be underground are the things that we don't protect. Yeah. I mean, let's think about it. Like, oppression is fierce and funny. Like, the most oppressed people who then turn it up and, like, they become, like, successful their story like so like let's take like a, a comedian for instance it's oh more yeah funny to, it's more funny to hear about like a black man who was raised in the hood who's now successful as opposed to like some white guy who lived in the suburbs like it's well, like exactly. oh my god yes like and then like that fierceness also translates when it's like bitch i've been turning tricks since i was seven years <laughs> old you know right i mean honestly i mean you're not wrong because if you i mean think about it it's like you had to fight tooth and nail and what is comedy comedy is tragedy plus timing okay so if you've gone through some stuff and you've worked it out and you're on the other side then girl you can look back and kiki and laugh right about you're like you let through. me tell you a story about the one time i pooped my pants you can hear about that in season one of the podcast (laughs) (laughs) 
Exactly. I was talking to Hunter from We're Here, and you guys will hear this conversation mm-hmm. in just a second. He just called to say so. I lied when. And she just called to say. So why would you do that? We just called to say. That really changed my life. Pick, up your phone. Like with everything like HBO and stuff, like the. NDAs are kind of over so there really isn't like I'm a pretty open book so there's really nothing off the table so whatever you know whatever happens happens <laughs> okay well we're spilling tea then great Whoa, listen <laughs> listen you better have a mop handy honey <laughs> so so I'll follow so, your lead like I'm just you, I'm so happy that the episode is finally here we filmed it um oh my god we filmed it last July at like the end of July so it was like middle of summer hot as hell um oh my god how can you be in all that drag in that heat girl listen when i tell you that like that makeup did not come off i was i was shook i was shook (laughs) but the funny thing about our episode that's like so different from everybody else's is that like i hadn't like mia and the two other people in that episode had no idea like what was like what we were doing like we were told that this was going to be a storytelling kind of like um docu-series about uh, the lgbt community and that's all we got. Like, we didn't know anything about drag, anything about, you know, Shangela and all them. So, like, our reactions were, like, tr- like so real. Basically, a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend does, like, auditions and stuff and got this caught wind that they were doing a docuseries about, like, you know, little hometown country gays. And he was like, oh, my God, I know one of those. <laughs> and can you just imagine what that casting note probably looked like because i am an actor and so i'm always like reading like the backstage stuff of like what are they looking for in casting it's probably like looking for racially ambiguous black white asian anything under the sun rainbow lgbtq (laughs) must be minimum of five four no maximum than right and like no criminal record (laughs) (laughs) okay great Send us a professional <laughs> headshot. And Prepare like, a 16 bar cut. I was like, no, I don't know. Like, yes. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, literally, long story short, that's just how I got involved. And then, like, when the filming process started, like, they came to my house, like, on a rant. I don't even remember. It was like a Wednesday evening to just, it was like the first time we met the whole crew and everything. And it was so. Did you have your face beat? Was oh, your face on? Girl, I, me being a <laughs> like a makeup gay, like I was a hundred percent. Like I was like, I cannot be in front of this camera and look like crusted, dusted, or you know, musty. I will not be crunchy on HBO. No. And I, they literally <laughs> clocked me one time because they were filming, and the one producer girl was like, "Can you like um like blot your nose?" I was like, "That is highlighter." <laughs> You're like, don't I did I come for you, bitch? I, I I'm did like, it. Sorry, Kathy. I could have said something about your production <laughs> fanny pack, but I didn't go I was there. Like, I don't know, Chrissy Ann. What is your name? I don't even care. Uh, but so, yeah, I got clocked for that. But they came over and then like my, as you saw, like in the show, like my dad is like a talker. Like he is a talker. He yes. is a character. He- your dad seems like a total gym. Uh, he gave me Johnny Bravo vibes. Yes, that wig on yes! that's exactly what I said. I was like, you look like Johnny Bravo. I, yeah, he is, oh, oh, he is a, um, he is just a character and he was so excited about everything, which has made me so happy. But like, um, I fucking love that. Yeah, he really is a boss ass bitch. Like I, we stand Randy. He is America's dad now. 
Um, yes, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> like driving yeah. cross country with like a pride flag. Um, but oh my god, yeah. oh my god, stop it! My heart's too full. <laughs> and honestly, I just was literally I was trying to get in the mood, so I rewatched episodes from We're Here, oh. and I still cry. Mm. Like I still cry. I'm like, you've already seen this girl, and it gives me the feelings of when Queer Eye came to Netflix, yes. and I just like couldn't stop crying. It just was like that feel good feeling all the time, all the time. And they find this way to like play your heartstrings like a puppeteer and i'm like girl this yes, is I, I'm, I'm too fucking emotional for it and okay this, right, i'm like i cannot deal i am sobbing but yeah they do a really good job with the show it's crazy how just i don't it's 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 nice to know like when you're going across country and you're seeing these small towns that like you know, like you're not alone in these situations, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it you can feel isolated, but then you like see like other gays and you're like, oh my God, I love seeing this. And I love that they're giving, you know, queer people, you know, people of color, all this, all of like, they're giving all these people such a platform to like tell their story and to share their struggles because like, bitch, it's real out there. And as, as an ally, I'm just always like, bitch, all I can do is like stand with you and for mm-hmm. you and like also like commiserate with you because you know what it's like to be oppressed to an extent like i can't walk exactly in your shoes and what you might have felt but like i know what it's like to have like the cards against you right and i know how you feel because like when we went into this whole thing i had this mindset of like wow i'm like a i'm like a privileged white gay like going into this like for like <laughs> but like going into there's this... levels to it right <laughs> Like, yeah, like, listen, it's like, spectrum. I'm like an onion. There's so many layers. And like, <laughs> I remember I was like, oh, my God, like, I'm going to go into this being like, yeah, my life's pretty okay. Like, I did, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't want it yeah. to be. I didn't want to like take away from somebody else's opportunity, basically. You're like making up stories now to sound more sub. Yeah. Like, um, oh, one time someone told me to blot because <laughs> my skin looked oily. And, and I it cr- was really tough. <laughs> and I cried for three days and now I'm in therapy. Like it's <laughs> right. And I was like, oh my God, how am I gonna go about this? But I mean, all the stuff that like was shown on TV was like actually real. Like, like they came in for that day of filming at my house. We met the crew. They are so nice. It was so like bizarre it was the first time like i've ever like seen a big camera like that i was like oh damn this means so this was your reality tv debut right and i was like surprisingly i I have not been on big brother or anything but i have a great question to ask you this is my favorite question i love to ask people when i'm getting to know them yeah if you had to describe your personality um using a reality tv show what reality tv show would you be Oh, I like this. Wait, can I can I wait? Can I hear yours first? Okay, so it's cliche because of what we're talking about, but normally I tell people RuPaul's Drag Race. Right. Like that's my clear answer, but I want to I want to think right. of something. But on the other occasion, it would be Real Housewives of New York City. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I would be Countess Luann. Girl. Like, cabaret oh, goes to honey. jail. Listen- <laughs> Like, give me her, like, Spotify because, like, that's – yeah. Like, I would be Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and be, like, Erica Jane. But yes, I <laughs> but I also want to say, like, I kind of want to be, like, Celebrity Big Brother UK. Like, just to go, like, all out. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, go for, you know – like, they're just – Celebrity Big Brother is so crazy. And, like, I feel it's like – so good. Oh, my God. It's so good. 
I, it's like they they really forget that like the camera's on them at some point, and then you watch them crack like you've oh. never seen before, and you're like, oh my god! Yes. Oh my did, god. You, did you watch the one with like Tiffany Pollard, New York, and like they had no? Oh my god! I, I love New York. <laughs> I love New York. I'm gonna I'll I'll send you a link later because it literally is. It's just like I feel like I would choose that because it definitely is just so much craziness in one house. And it's just like chaotic energy. And that's kind of what I exude sometimes. <laughs> oh my God. And technically you are a celebrity now. Like <gasps> girl, I don't know. That's a that's a big word. It might be it might be D list, but you're on the list. You're on the list. <laughs> Keeping me grounded. I like it. <laughs> the D's for drag. The D's for drag. The D the D is for drag. I listen, as long as I, you know in 10 years come out with like a collab with a cosmetic company and make like a lipstick i'll call it a day like that's yes, that is that is that's gonna happen for you that's goals this, uh, also did you know what was the vibe when shangela walked into your job like you're working the ulta counter like you're working at ulta right like what <laughs> walk so, us through that yeah so me being at work you know just like do you want to try this lipstick on do you want to try <laughs> this on like just monotonous and Funny, like, when they came in to film at my work, like, they had to turn, like, all the music off. Like, it was dead silent. And there were <laughs> custom, like there were customers still coming in, you know? So they were coming in and shopping, and I would go up to them, and the camera's following me. And bit- <laughs> they would literally dart away. Like, they would book it to, like, the back because they were, like, terrified of the camera. And I'm like, Mama, I'm just oh trying God. to, like, girl, I'm just trying to, like, you know, act natural. Please help me. Um, So... I hear, I hear, does somebody need a professional? Yes! And I whip my head around like an owl. And I see this like beautiful, like trotting specimen of a human run up to me. And it was Shangela. And I was like, oh my God, you were robbed on All Stars. Oh <laughs> right. Tell me about like, it. Listen. Trixie's and like, I love, all, but you know. Right. I, I love Trixie. Like I love Trixie. But yeah, I, I was... So gobsmacked because the only thing that they told me was there's going to be a host. And I was like, okay. And like when you think of TV and like hosts, my brain went to like, I was like, okay, it's either going to be Mario Lopez or Ryan Seacrest. (laughs) Wait, time out. I'm Vanessa Lachey. I'm obviously Nick Lachey. And it's like, bitch, obviously. (laughs) Jesus. Girl, the only thing that he is famous for is marrying Jessica Simpson that one time. Like... And their version of Baby It's Cold Outside kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. um, well, <laughs> it's a good. bop. Um, it's, it's a bop. I'm a, you know, listen. Um, but yeah, so she busts through the door, comes up to me. I'm like, you were robbed. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, and I'm just like in this. When I tell you that that whole week of filming, it felt like I like blacked out. Like, I truly mean that because I felt like I didn't even know like what was going on. But she comes up and she's like, hey, like, you know, we're going to we're going to put on a drag show. Like, we, are you interested? And I was like, oh, uh, this is news to me. But OK, <laughs> like, sounds good. I'm like, girl, I got to finish my shift. Wait, <laughs> like, do you still work at Ulta? So technically, technically, <laughs> You're yes. like, I'm not on the schedule. No, I know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm furloughed because of COVID. Oh, yeah. But like, but like, you know. 
I mean, I don't know what's going to happen afterwards, but, you know, finding new past, that, that's what I'm doing, Megan. Yes, bitch, <laughs> Hunter. New you find new past and you strut down them. Oh, girl. I am <laughs> trying in my, like, nude little kitten heel. I'm going to do it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so she came and then then they were like, hey, give me the keys to your car, like, while we're at Alta filming. And I was like, uh, okay. Um, <laughs> gave them the key to my car. They, they like, um, wired my car with mics. And then we left work. Put Also, they did not tell me that I was going to be, like, behind a wheel with Shangela in my tiny-ass 2019 Chevy Spark that is, like, the size of <laughs> my pinky. Like, I was like, You're Mama, like I, I, I'm like, girl, I was like, either one, we're all going to die, or two, we're all going to die. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, yeah, so that was like that was the most wild. There were so many things on that car ride, like when they weren't filming, that I was like, I like looked at Changela like, like a real person. I was like, "Girl, what is happening?" And she's like, <laughs> "She's like, baby, I don't know." She's like, "This is the pilot, and we're figuring it out together." And I'm like, "Okay," <laughs> like, girl, like when I like that's what's so magical about the like. You that's know, amazing. <laughs> like they really they knew what they were doing. They had the idea and everything, but like. At the same time, we were kind of just like winging it. Like we right. just like winged the kind of the whole thing. Um, You're just winging it with Shangela. Just, you know, no like, big deal. Super casual. Like just like a quick little like July moment. Like Shangela <laughs> like, is literally my favorite queen out of the RuPaul's Drag Race franchise. Like she just exudes uniqueness. What is it? Char- Charisma, <laughs> uniqueness, nerve, nerve and, and talent. talent. Yes, she has it all. And she has, she has all of it and more. Like she... When I, like, spending those days with her, like, there were so many times where, like, I would just see her, she's just such a commanding force, like, in whatever presence, or, like, whatever room she's in, and she is just, it blows my mind, like, she can hold a conversation, she always is the star in the room, and, like, you just listen to her, like, she's just so incredible and professional, I mean, like we know she's a professional, but like <laughs> you know she's a professional. But it's just it is what you see on TV is like what you get times ten of like warmth and love. Like she really is, she really is that bitch. And like I was so, and like I love Bob and Eureka, but I was just like her and I just have like this bond, and it is so cool. And the show does a good job of matching the queens with the right. Minties, you know what I mean? Like, I yeah, I it's agree. so good. I like, what is the psychology agree. behind that? Right. I'm like I I mean, still to this day, I do not know how they picked because I'm I'm assuming that they're just randomly assigned, but I highly doubt that that's the answer. Um like you yeah, saw I the other just, episodes, right? Yeah, and I saw like what was what was the second one? The second one was Idaho, and they were yeah, he had Shangela had like Brandon and Michaela, and yeah. they were so sweet. Okay, so did you feel like a star when you were up there on the stage before <laughs> I mean, you know, I – so I grew up, like – I grew up as, like, the theater gay. Like, I loved theater. I, you know, I did it high school, community. I loved it. I loved that feeling of, like, being on stage and, like, being that bitch and, like – Yes! You know, so like, like, we get along. We're both theater queens. So there Oh, my go. God. I got that vibe immediately. I was like, she is a thespian. I went to school. <laughs> I went to college for theater and dance, and I'm a choreographer. So I'm that I'm I'm that bitch. <laughs> Megan. Oh my God. Wait, where'd you go to college? I went to the College of Charleston. 
South oh, that's South amazing. Carolina. Yeah. That is amazing. So you were probably living for that last episode with Shangela and her daughter who like Girl was killing the dance. I was like, oh, fuetes, bitches dancing. I was like, I was like, I was gooped. I was like, this bitch is turning and splitting and throwing it up. And I was like, I am in love. I was like, this is so good. I made Um, a bracket and I was like, you two were my top queens for my bracket. I was like, imagine if this show was a drag race competition. (laughs) It's like a March Madness, but like for the queens of we're here. (laughs) Exactly. I'm like, yes, this is who would be in the lead. Like you two. Mm -hmm. Uh, Listen, I'm going to try to pitch to them to like do like a spinoff with like all the drag daughters and like put it in a competition. (laughs) Like an all stars. (laughs) (laughs) We are clawing tooth and nail. Oh, Um, that would be so good. Well, Do you feel fun. like we could compete on Drag Race? Do you feel that confidence? You know, that's it's so funny because I feel like a lot of people have been like saying that and asking me like, like, oh my God, would you be on Drag Race? And, like in the reality of it is like, girl, I was in drag for a night. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> But you I, put people in drag. I have, I have put people in drag and I definitely like as of now am a like Miss Honey Grace is like alive and she is like, I definitely <laughs> am doing drag now. Yeah. But, like, at the time, like, when people were, or, like, when, even when they, like, were asking me when the show came out, I was like, I was like, girl, give me, give me, like, two years, and then I'll audition for Drag Race. You know what I mean? Like, I want to hone in. I want to, you know, learn how to sew, because I want to go in and, like. You already got the makeup part down. I mean, I, I'm trying. Like, (laughs) I. And your um, drag mama's the best. Like, literally. I mean. I do kind of have the best drag mom in the world. And like, are you considered part of her family? Yeah. Like, I'm technically yes. a Wadley, which is, like, crazy. And she, Is that part of, like, Alyssa Edwards' family? So, it's – I mean, I guess if, like, we're in the same lineage, I would say. You yeah. know what I mean? Because, like, she's – yeah, I guess so. But I wouldn't say we're, like, House of Edwards. Okay. But, like, I would say I'm House of Wadley, which would be, like – shangela's i guess thing but i mean like if i were to go on drag race like i would i would make sure i'd had the arsenal to win because like i wouldn't want to not win you know what i mean like yeah. <laughs> i'm just like a competitive a competitive lady who's your favorite um, right now on drag race oh on season 12 yes <sighs> you know i love i would say like my top two at the moment are jada yes. and I love Crystal. I love Crystal. Crystal she's, Method. She's really yeah, cute. She's, she's really a crazy cool. bitch. She's a crazy <laughs> But I think Jada, Jada has it in the back. Because, like, girl, I'm, I love just, like, Jada's watching good. her. She's good. I like Gigi, too. I think Gigi is, like. I love Gigi. Like, Gigi's consistent. Yeah, she's consistent. And she is, like, beautiful. And, like, everything is always so, like, perfect. You know what she I mean? literally did and a like, back handspring in like Louboutin boots. I was like, wait, what? Like, did you just do a uh, backflip, uh, bitch? <laughs> yeah, I was like, girl, I'm gagged. I was like, uh, I would be flipping on my back, honey. Like, that is not <laughs> how it would happen. But yeah, it's, I think that, I don't know. Who is your favorite? Who do you think is going to get the crown? Um, I I feel like it could be Gigi who's going to get the crown. But my favorites are Gigi, yeah. Jada. Jada really showed out during the debate episode. I thought she was so uh. funny. Look over I was there. dying. I was dying. I was like, that's so like, and that's a good way, I feel like, in that challenge, because I feel like that's decently kind of a hard challenge. And Agree. the way and she did it in the way that's like so political now, because like if that were a real ass debate, like you know people will be pulling out 
stupid right. stunts. You know what I mean? Like, and they did that challenge once before seasons passed. And every queen who was involved that season when they did that challenge, they bombed at it. It was so bad. They're so – right. And like that's – it. like I feel like that challenge has like that history. You know what right. I mean? Right. How do you feel about this new All-Stars cast? Um, I really like it. But hold on. I need to look back at it because I feel like there were a lot of queens from one particular of the same season. I was like, wait, there's what? A, there's a lot from season three and a lot from season 10, which is like strange. I feel like that's like a random thing. But honestly, I don't even care because I'm so obsessed with Shea Coulee. And like I. Oh, yes. Shea Coulee. So good. It was almost and- crazy that she didn't win Drag Race, but when. Um, Sasha Velour pulled that wig off and the flowers came out. It was like, oh. it was done. It was signed, yeah. <laughs> sealed, delivered. Like, girl, it was, it was done. And like, Shay did so good that season. And if it wasn't, if it wasn't for Sasha, like, she definitely would have won. Like, clearly. Agree. You know what I mean? But yeah, I am, I'm so, I'm so excited to like, I'm just, this whole ex- past, I don't even know how many days it's been since it was released. I mean, I don't even know, like a calendar. Okay, it's like, what day is it? I know. (laughs) Who am I? This quarantine is, how are you doing in quarantine? Do you feel okay? I feel, I mean, I hate to say it, but I'm literally thriving. I think if I was still in my Brooklyn apartment, I would be really sad. But I'm here, like, with a backyard and my family who is quite entertaining. I've got snacks. I've got endless television. You know, I'm still getting my check from work. Like, I'm thriving. Yes. No, I'm obsessed with that. That's, I feel, I kind of feel bad when I like say that too, because I ask like a lot of people, I'm like, how are you doing? Like, how are you holding up? And they're like, this is absolutely miserable. And I'm like, yeah, I, I could see that. But like, I'm not laughing I'm, at the fact that people are saying it's miserable. I'm laughing no, at the voice that you did. But it's, but like, honestly, like between me and you, like, I feel like I'm thriving too. Right. Like, it's like, I kind of enjoy it like i have you know i mean sorry for furloughed alta but like i'll i'll take the unemployment check for a quick second okay (laughs) i mean honestly you're getting like if the show would have if we wouldn't have been in quarantine you'd probably be doing like a great amount of like press like traveling and stuff but it's kind of nice you're still getting to get all this press and coverage without having to like exert as much energy from like traveling and bookings and you know, right. that, like when this is all over, like they're just gonna like do like a whole other press junket for the show, probably. <laughs> so you're gonna be I, you're gonna be Gucci, <laughs> oh, girl. I'm just I'm so I'm so excited like for what is to come like after social restrictions start to lift a little bit more because like that's kind of when I want to like start you know performing, like start and, touring like, do... and performing. Yes, yes, that's what <laughs> it's really that's really really what I want to do. But I think, but in a in the same way, I kind of feel like it's nice right now to kind of take this time to like you know get everything done and then when the doors open like open you'll them be with, so like, refined oh with like fire and just like ready to go oh my god um and but, when you come yeah, to new york city for a show you have to call me bitch because yes! i'm gonna be there like, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> no i new york is philly and new york are the first two places i really want to like you know set some like roots into yes um, it's amazing because my co-host yeah. of this podcast she lives in philly so we'll have to like go <gasps> no to way. both shows we'll have to do yes! we'll have to no, see please. oh that's so cool yeah i i used to i used to live in philly like a while like, i don't even remember like two years ago um but then just like came back just for like you know some quick little family things but um but yeah so that's where i've been in gettysburg sense but then 
honestly, like after like once this, like I said, like once social restrictions start to lift, girl, this world has opened up like an oyster and I'm going to dip it in butter and have a good time. <laughs> yes. So I guess it's safe to say that that heavy book bag that you referenced in the episode, has gotten lighter. I, that's, yeah, that's a good question. And like a good statement. I feel like it has. I, it's so interesting because, and I feel like it's almost like cliche to say, it, but it, it's true. Like during, like the show really has changed my life. And in the ways that like I never knew needed change does that make sense yeah like me and my family used to kind of just have very surface level conversation and it would just be like how are you doing good great Mm -hmm. awesome bye but like no one was doing okay you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so I think that ever since the show aired and even, even before it aired like ever since the show wrapped filming me and my family have like deeper conversations were so much more like I love relaxed around each other and like it actually feels like family it feels like home it does it does it like it it truly used to feel like I didn't know where like I didn't know where I was and now it's it's so cool because who would have thought that like being put in drag and having a drag show would bring my family to the level of like communication that we're at now yes honey it's so cool the power of drag is so it's the power of drag mama like and it really puts it puts all of like those amazing creative juicy feelings you have inside and physically like manifest them and it is just it's so magical and like even for my dad, like my dad who just like threw on his, you know, fun little Johnny Bravo wig and like <laughs> rode his motorcycle through. Also, quickly, let me add that place we filmed in um, literally is like a Civil War bar like made in the 1800s. And they got a like a fucking motorcycle through the front door. And like, did was it on? Pirate- yes. You wouldn't <laughs> lyric. Some tea about that real quick. Literally, the, it wouldn't fit through the door. So my dad had his like biker buddies come. They removed the handlebars to get it through the door, put them back on, drove up to Shut the stage. Up. While this is all happening, they're installing pyrotechnics to the stage. <laughs> Bro, it, HBO got that thick budget, honey. Honey. <laughs> that was probably the honey. most expensive drag show that has ever been oh. produced. And you were one, involved. <laughs> one million bajillion percent. Like, and I didn't even know about the fire until I know we're like kind of bouncing everywhere, but I literally didn't even no, know about the fire. <laughs> I didn't know about the fire literally until like four minutes before I went on stage and Chandra was like, she's like, if you feels warm behind you, baby, she's like, it's just gonna be fire. And I was like, a fire, honey? Like, I was like, this thing. She said, stop, jump, and roll if anything happens. (laughs) She's like, girl, if you're not going to death drop, you're going to drop dead, honey. Okay. And I was like, I was like, I swear if this, if this beautiful hairsprayed wig gets caught into the So flammable. We're really going to be burning up in this club, sis. Like, it was, it's just, there, there are those like little things that I'll never forget because like, I don't know. And I remember running off that stage after the performance it was so much craziness and i remember just sitting back there and shangela like talking to me even like without the cameras like just talking to me like hey you killed it this is so much fun we did so good 
you got this it is okay and i was like wow i'll never forget this moment in my life <laughs> do you and shangela still talk we do actually it's like i have her phone number and she <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> sorry Hold on. isn't that crazy yes yes oh my god you could just literally just like drunk dial shangela oh thank yeah. god i have it like, <laughs> thank god i have it but yeah no like absolutely and like we'll send like little um audio messages back and forth to each other and oh like we talk yeah and it's just she actually is like my. I feel like I'm meeting Shangela. This is like one degree of separation. I'm burning up Girl, right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, listen, I'm you're burning up. up. <laughs> Jesse J, get it on iTunes. Oh um, but yeah, like, it is. Yeah, it's. There are some moments like throughout the day where I'm like, wow, like you are Shangela's drag daughter. Like that's pretty cool. Wait, I want a drag name. What do you think my name would be? Hmm. Let's see here. <laughs> what? I mean, have we ever been in drag? No. Well, what sparks out to you? Like, if you, when you played pretend as a kid, what name would you always use? Um, I would use Teresa, Veronica. Uh, anything that sounded like slightly Spanish. I wanted to be Spanish so badly when Ooh. I was a kid. <laughs> I oh used to God. lie I and tell people. The, I think you are Puerto Rican. <laughs> No, I had I, um one of my close family friends. They're Panamanian, so I used to say I was Panamanian. Cause like enough people don't know about Panamanians around here. I was like, so it's easy to lie about and get away with. <laughs> ah, that is so funny. My sister used to tell people that she was Puerto Rican. Your sister looked Puerto, Puerto Rican though. <laughs> and I was like, mm. I was like, no, we're not Puerto Rican. What? Um. That's a, wait, do you, I guess, can you do the same thing, like, that your porn name would be, like, the, your first pet, and then the street you came up, you grew up well, on? Well, that's easy, I never had no pets, so no pets. <laughs> no. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well then, that, okay, what, but what street did you grow up on? Stony Bridge. So, oh, <laughs> stone oh, i like that it needs to be like something like something like some latin like plus stone like like veronica stone not veronica's not no i can't do veronica it's, it's not it's not working no it needs to be it needs to be something like selena Ooh, okay. or something something some some I'm get, i don't know i'm getting flow i'm getting flamingo i'm getting you know ah uh, uh, come on keep going flamingo cardi b flamingo, i like it like that cardi, um, Sriracha. Um I need to end the call. Boop boop boop. Oh man. What's my drag name? Oh uh, I don't know. What just like you need to get in drag. Salsa and then stone? when you're in no. drag. Okay, yeah, you're right. It's gotta get in drag. No. <laughs> You need to get in drag, and then when you're in drag and you hold up that mirror, oh, honey, it, you are going to know, okay? You're going to look at her, and you're going to be like, she is here. She is arrived. She's everything. She's it, that, and the other. Hunter said he'll put me in drag, so I'm just like, come on. I'm just waiting for... I can put you in drag. Do you know how to beat the face? Are you going to beat this face properly? Mm-hmm. I would... I'd... 
if you refer to the picture that I po- that I sent you, that was not me beating the face <laughs> properly. But yeah, that, that, that was a mini challenge beat. <laughs> oh, oh, just a, oh, just a quick blue smoky eye. Oh, oh is that it? Oh, yeah, sorry, my Anastasia palette. Yeah, Anastasia. Anastasia of Beverly Hills. I don't. I don't understand why I keep wearing like I just love to put blue on my face, but it does not complement my skin tone. <laughs> <laughs> like so I, every time I put it on, I'm like, oh, you're sick again. But. <laughs> Are you wearing blue in this photo? See? <laughs> yes. But then like I went silver. back through and I put looks, some It looks like some black and silver well, in this photo. And, and blue. And blue. That's why I put a filter on it because it did not look right when it was blue. I'll post this photo again so y'all can see this. Um, are these wigs hanging up in the back of your to. wall? No, I want my viewers to see. I want my listeners to see this. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, wig is giving me life, though. Um, it's giving me... Um, oh. God, what's her name? Uh, God. Uh, Bridget Bardot hair. That's what it's giving me. Oh, thank you. Well, see, I had a, I have another wig that looks like uh, Samantha Guthrie from the Morning News or Hoda Kotb. <laughs> it's my Morning News anchor hair. And I was like, oh, this is so, it's too much. So I tried to put it up in a beehive. That didn't work. But this wig has been teased so much that I was like, oh, she'll probably hold. So I was trying to do like a... I don't know, like a. It kind of looks like um, Lisa Kudrow and <laughs> um, that. What's that movie? Rami and Michelle when they go. Oh to Oh my prom. god, Rami and Michelle's class reunion, so good. I yes, yes. We invented post-it notes. <laughs> yes. Oh, Ramon. also that movie. That movie you wouldn't you wouldn't think it, but that's a gay movie. That that movie is that is in the queer canon. That is a gay movie. <laughs> Wait, because they're because they're close friends. Because they what makes it queer? What makes it a queer movie? I need to know what are the rules? Are there rules? Oh, it has it. It they said the producers opened up that phone and said, "I'm gonna give them everything that the gay is everything that they want." <laughs> like I'm telling you, Alan Cumming is in it, bisexual king. Like he, the girls show up, they're in those monochromatic outfits. It's high camp. It's everything. <laughs> oh my god, you are everything. Yes, you. Thank you for listening to this episode of I Just Called to Say. Make sure you like, subscribe, and tell a friend. Leave us a review and drop us a voicemail. The link is in the description of this episode. I'll see you back here next week. Or I'll hear you back here. Well, you'll hear me back. Oh, you know what I mean. Okay, later.